0: I am excited to be with you today. It is a big opportunity. I'm John Bowen, and I'm here to help you accelerate your entrepreneurial success. This program is all about like-minded entrepreneurs coming together and building a great business that supports the quality of life they want. We're not in business for more business, we're in business to support the quality of life for not only ourselves, but for all stakeholders. And one of the key elements that we're all looking to do is to bring a steady stream of new customers and clients. You know, even if you're successful, this is one of the things that we've got to do really well. And I I tell you, I've got a very good friend, a great guest uh, joining me today. And it's uh, John Jantz from Duct Tape Marketing. John, thank you for joining us. The magic of Skype. You bet, my, my pleasure,
1: John. Great to be with you and your community.
0: Well, and we're just getting together on this and this is, you know, we're building the community. One of the things you and I both have participated in a lot of uh, mastermind groups and networking and you and I are doing some conferences together and some pretty amazing things. And what we see is there's a lot of groups out there for really entrepreneurs, particularly people that are just getting started, but... There aren't as many for successful entrepreneurs that already have businesses, $5 million, $10 million, $20 of million revenue, and that's why we're getting together today.
1: Yeah, I think that's a unique group, too, because the other side of that is there are groups, plenty of groups out there for that $100 and $200 million business, and it's that business that, uh, it's like the teenager, that it's, uh, it's the training wheels have certainly come off, they figured out how to make money, and now what they're experiencing a lot of cases is the chaos that comes from growth, or maybe the plateau that comes from only being able to grow to a certain level without the systems that you need to really take your business to the next level.
0: It is. You know, there is such an opportunity. I mean, in today's world with all the ambiguity, politically, economically and socially, people, the entrepreneurs, they, they're there to help clients and customers. And one of the reasons why I wanted to have you join us right away is uh, you've got, at the time of this recording, I mean, you've got a I'm holding up, John, your book here. This is pretty amazing. And I know
1: it's one of uh, several books that you've written, but tell me why you wrote this. Well, the the book is called Duct Tape Selling, Think Like a Marketer, Sell Like a Superstar. And I really wrote that book uh, predominantly for that independent salesperson or that sales team or that sales manager that is finding now that there's nobody left to cold call on, (laughs) that that the way people buy now has dramatically changed, and that that people who are in the business of selling, and that's certainly marketers and entrepreneurs as well, uh, have to really understand that they have to get involved in the customer's journey much earlier. They have to build authority and a reputation for expertise that makes me as that buyer that's going out there uh, want to seek them out and and have them come into my business and provide insight and value as opposed to them reaching out to me and saying, hey, we want to sell you something. And some new tools and new mindsets really, I think, are in the market and they really they, they need to be pervasive not only from that salesperson who's changing the way they go about uh, their work, but getting sales and marketing really on the same page has probably been the, the, the call that I've uh, uh, been really evangelizing the most because I think that's where the real gap is. It's not just that sales have changed. It's that, that sales and marketing now have to be this totally in sync uh, uh, organization of one that, uh, to build relationships and, and to build profit uh, in the market today.
0: Well, and you and I are big believers in technology, and I, I think all the changes in technology have gone ahead and brought together some tools so that now marketing and sales can work like never before. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. I mean, wh- wh- how are you seeing
1: you know, the technology uh, being
0: part of this?
1: Well, I think organizations that really embrace this journey are taking a tool like a CRM, like Salesforce, for example, mm-hmm. and they're saying, okay, we've got audience development on the front end, and that's driven a great deal by content today and inbound marketing. But now the sales team can take that content, and they can start connecting in social media, and they can start personalizing that content so that there's that seamless handoff to sales as opposed to the throw it over the wall. And then, of course, inside that same system, you've got the service people or the product delivery people or whatever your organization does, who can then also take advantage of that content, can start housing that content inside of a CRM, uh, so they're actually working with customers on. Uh, And then we've got all this entire layer of marketing automation that can, that used wisely, can uh, certainly start now figuring out who's our most interested prospect. Who's our prospect that we need to give this information to? Who's our prospect we need to nurture in a different way? And I think that, that our organizations that figure out how to hook all of that together seamlessly are finding that they are able to not force people down on this journey like, like the marketing funnel that we used to talk about. They're actually able to guide people uh, in participating in a journey that they want to go on.
0: Well, I think, John, one of the things that I really appreciate and having the opportunity to follow you before I knew you, I mean, you've been out there, you've been using the technology. I, I really started, you know, my primary business is coaching financial advisors, and I've had the good opportunity over the last uh, four years now, being on this journey of using the tools you're talking about, Salesforce, some of the marketing automation, and looking to experts like yourself and others to pull together. And I, I've been blown away with the impact I mean, it's it's just amazing when it comes together. And and the sales guys like the marketing guys when it comes together.
1: Well, yeah, and and it's also, I mean, one of the dangers is that we can be robots with it. Now we never have to talk to anybody. And I think the organizations that truly get it use it as a way to be efficient, to be effective, to give people what they want when they want it, but then also realize that a great deal of that salesperson's job is to show up and provide insight, to show up and, and really personalize that information and really still give that human Uh, touch. People still buy and and continue to buy based on the experience they have. uh, And no no amount of marketing automation is going to create a great customer experience.
0: Yeah. I always look at it as it's what marketing automation is really good at is starting a conversation versus, I mean, the end of the day, nothing significant happens by, you know, you and I have a lot of internet marketing friends, and they all want everybody to hit the button to buy. And, you know, right. for a book, that works. But if you're, you know, buying a $20,000 widget, whatever you are as you know, our fellow entrepreneurs are, I mean, people usually want to talk for twenty, a 100000 a million dollars. They want a conversation.
1: Yeah, but, you know, what's interesting about that is even that level of, of spend, they don't want you to waste their time. So they don't want to just say, come in and sell me and so that whole all that content and that all, all all that automation does is allows them to kind of screen you if you will and really create you create this trust account by showing them you do know what you're talking about. You do add value. You're not you're not just out there to make a buck. Uh, the other people are out there saying good things about you. You can prove that you deliver the results that you talk about. And then I'm going to invite you in. And I think that that's a, a part that a lot of people really forget. You don't get invited in because you shout the loudest. You get invited in because you develop a, or I'm able to develop through content or even through human connection in say social networks, I'm able to develop a relationship where I say, okay, I trust you. And I think that that bar's actually gotten much higher.
0: Yeah. John, let's talk about that just for a second. And then I want to go into your background cause you didn't start at the top here, but you know, one of the, uh, elements, you and I are both big believers in content and you know, what we're seeing is that people, you know, in the old days, a classic example <laughs> the old days, uh, we used to buy a car. We did do all the research on the Internet and so on. We showed up, went to a number of dealerships and all this. I mean, the last car I bought for my wife, we never went to the dealership right. and they dropped it off at the house and everything was done on computers. So that's happening more and more in all businesses. How are, you know, how are you seeing that evolution today as you're coaching so many of the small, mid sized businesses? Right.
1: Well, first off you it's the price of admission now you if if you don't have the web app you don't have the mobile app you don't have uh, numerous ways for me to contact you and consume your content in the way i want you're not going to be invited to the dance so that's really price of admission now i mean if if you decided that's the way you wanted to buy a car and that's the way that four five six other dealers Uh, or automakers were actually able to provide that experience if i'm not providing that experience then then i'm never going to see you you're never going to be a prospect for me and so i think first uh, rule is that people have to realize that 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 is how people uh, have chosen to buy today and we need to be enabling that we need to be making it easy we need to be producing not just loads of content but content with intent. So we need to be producing certainly that content that shows people who we are, that tells people we know what we're talking about. But then we also need to be producing content that builds trust, that educates on okay, how not only is this the right car for you, but here is how this car is built, here's how this car is going to save you money. This is you know this is when we start to consider that decision or that buying decision. Today we need to get our customers involved in producing content. So I'm I'm guessing that that uh, auto dealer if they're on the ball. Uh, would love to take a video of you explaining how incredible this experience was, because obviously you're out there talking about it. I'm assuming it was a good experience, so we have to make that as an intentional element. And then finally, there is that that content that converts somebody. So somebody has moved along to the, the journey with us, and now they trust us, and now they're talking to us about how we might solve their problem. What are we doing to tip the scale, to actually convince them that, yes, this is a mutually beneficial decision on your part? And so a lot of people get stuck in this idea of content, And they simply think it just means more is more. I need to wake up on Monday and write a blog post. But content needs to have a very, you need to have very specific types of content in the way people want to consume it with very specific intentions.
0: Yeah, John, let's just stay on this for a second because this is a, you know, you and I have seen so many people, you know, entrepreneurs, our fellow entrepreneurs spend a lot of money bringing in the technology. Right. And, you know, they buy sales for us. They buy, you know, Marketo, Eloqua, HubSpot, you know, one of your partners. And these are all great tools, but they're not very good. You know, we don't anymore, at least we don't keep them in the box. They're in the cloud. But, you know, they, they have this and they start putting it together. And, you know, how, how did you start on this journey of content building? Because, I mean, it's a little scary when you first start on this, even if you've got a very successful business and somebody's telling you, you got to create all this content,
1: this blog, right.
0: these podcasts. You know, this is a lot.
1: Well, the the way that I really started and, and I've coached people for years now is uh, that you have to first map out. Well, there's a couple of things on the front end. You have to know exactly who it is that you're after, who makes an ideal customer for your business so that you're actually writing content that appeals to the right people. You have to also be very clear about what's our unique point of view. What's our difference? You know, how are we doing something that is different than everybody else who says, they do what we do. I mean those that, that idea of strategy uh, is actually the first part. So many people want to jump into the tool of the week or the, the idea of the week and without that firm strategy, I think you're at best you're thrashing around and getting lucky maybe occasionally. So that's really the starting point. But then what we like to do is actually map the whole customer journey. What is your customer? What is their problem? <laughs> what are they thinking at the stage they go out looking for somebody like you? What is going to make them move to the next stage, into the next stage, into the next stage? And we call that the marketing hourglass. And there are seven stages uh, know, like, trust, try, buy, repeat, and refer. And so one of the first things we do is we, when we map that out some companies have those touch points already some have giant gaps in that journey so we start mapping out content to say okay what can we do what what kind of content can we fill to get people to know us. Well, what about moving them to a stage where they want to like us and then trust us? And then what about a try and then buy and repeat and refer and so on? And so content is one of the things that really powers that journey. Uh, obviously, a whole other layer today is is your online presence and the way that you can connect in social networks and the way that you can mine networks for leads is, is a whole other layer of that. But that's how we really map out the content uh, uh, roadmap. I mean, you have to think like a publisher and produce an editorial calendar based on the content, the subjects you should be writing about, but then certainly filling in that journey, using content to really move people uh, along that hourglass, those stages in the hourglass.
0: The uh, first time I saw you present that and we were together and it was like, wow, you know, it's a, everybody knows the marketing sales funnel, but you've turned it a little upside down and. And I'm going to encourage, let me put up on the screen for those of you watching the video podcast versus listening to us on the audio. I'm going to put up, John, your uh, website
1: because, I mean, you've got so much content. What is the website address? It's just uh, duct tape marketing. That's D-U-C-T-T-A-P-E marketing.com. And, yes, I've been uh, writing a blog there since about 2003. And, I do have a podcast myself which I've had for a number of years and I have the newsletter that we put out and about 12 or so ebooks and and so yeah there's a there's a tremendous collection of of content um, that that really Uh, And and one of the things as we were talking about uh, content and you were saying, well, gosh, how do you get to this? I mean, Mm -hmm. one of the things is you realize it's a long term game. You're in it to build community. You're in it to build momentum. You're in it to build search traffic. And all of those things become an asset uh, if you invest in in that production of content and you use it and distribute it wisely.
0: Well, one of the things I really like, John, about you, I mean, there's a lot of things I like, but what I really like uh, is you're walking the talk. I mean, right. you're, you know, you and I know a whole bunch of self-appointed gurus out there that raise their hand and say, let me show you how to do it. But they've never done it. I mean, what I'd love to you know, maybe just touch on two success stories, your own. I know you're humble on this, but just kind of the activity that's generated from your content marketing. And then, you know, maybe an example of uh, someone that might resonate with our entrepreneurial community that we're building here.
1: Well, sure. So I, I really started in about two thousand and three uh, in in this online journey where I said, you know what, I'm I love working with small to mid sized businesses, but they have some of the some some of the biggest they they have some some of the same challenges, I should say, as much larger organizations, but not the same budgets or attention spans or or buying processes. And so at that point, I said, I'm going to create a system. I'm going to turn marketing into a system. I'm going to to start walking into business owners and saying, look, I know you need this and you need that, but here's what I'm going to do. Here's what you're going to do. Uh, here are the results we hope we can expect. And by the way, here's what it's going to cost. And while I was essentially trying to solve my own frustration, I turned. Uh, it turns out that, that that was really one of the greatest frustrations of most small to mid-sized mm-hmm. businesses is buying marketing services. They're, 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 the large agencies uh, don't want to bother with uh, organizations of, of that uh, size typically. And so now they're they're getting uh, advice from a graphic designer or a copywriter or somebody that's really just doing their piece of it. And so what we did is we turned marketing into a system that had a very set path that had a very set methodology and it was music to a lot of people's ears because really in the end while we have a lot of great creative ideas and we bring strategy to our our customers in the end what what i think they like the most is that we help them organize this chaos uh, that is their marketing uh, that they even organizations that are you look at them you're saying well you're a 10 15 20 million dollar business you must be doing something right you know they will tell you uh, time and time again that it's all scattershot it's all over the place you know this works that maybe that works i don't know if this works and so so somebody that comes and it says we're going to start with strategy and then we're going to map out your journey and your content and your social connection, uh, it's really music to their ears because it, in many cases it's one of the first times that they felt in control of their marketing. And so that's a great deal of what we bring. I appreciate the compliment that I walk the talk because all I really do is write about and do what I try and what's worked for me and what I've seen work for other people. I don't uh, purport to have created any incredible theories about uh, economics or, or anything in that uh, category. I, I just try things and what works I keep and what, uh, what doesn't work I, I don't keep. And, and I think that that uh, really, uh, from, certainly from my writing and my speaking standpoint, I think brings a pretty genuine nature to it because it's all very practical. I have a tendency to, to try to break things down and simplify them, make them uh, available to really anybody that wants to build a business.
0: Yeah, and it's been so valuable. So I'm gonna encourage everybody to go duct tape marketing you know, I'll hold up the book one more time. Get not only this book, but let me uh, click on the website. You can see John's got a few books, all great. I started with duct tape marketing. And then the commitment engine and the referral engine, they're all phenomenal. And it's just a path you've been taking. And this is one of the things that I really like, John, is this client pathing or, you know, the, putting the systems together. And it's so invaluable because you get overwhelmed. Once you lay it out, you know, that with the tools we have, it's pretty amazing what you can do. But I want to go back to, you know, the backstory now. Okay, Sorry. you know, how did you get into this business? And uh, you know, I mean, do you wake up one morning and say, "I want to be a marketing guru helping you know
1: small and mid-sized
0: businesses do really well"?
1: Well. You know, there probably is a degree uh, of that. You, you never know when you actually be consciously uh, wake up to that idea, but certainly that's a lot of what drives me today. Uh, I got out of college and went to work for an ad agency, and and really found that I enjoyed the industry tremendously and felt like I had a flair for the industry. But I was hopelessly unemployable. I always wanted to do my own thing, very entrepreneurial, I suppose, tendency. And so I, uh, without a whole lot of thought and planning or certainly not enough. <laughs> I jumped in and, and did my own thing. And that was 25 years ago. And at that time, I really kind of followed the path that, that I'd seen everybody else doing. I built a traditional agency to a certain size and had employees. And most of our clients were fairly large businesses. We were doing a lot of project work for very large businesses. But I found that Every now and then I would just really get hooked on that startup or that entrepreneur or that high growth business that was still just spinning plates and just, you know, having a blast. But, you know, really, really on the brink of, of you know, losing their minds sometimes because they couldn't figure this marketing out. And I found that I just love the energy of that size of company. And so really uh, that my, my switch or my invention of this thing called duct tape marketing was really in an effort to, to serve that type of organization and to say, you know, what could I bring to the world that would allow me to serve that type of organization? And fortunately, that not only resonated with the clientele that I built locally, I started having people because I was writing about it and I was documenting uh, my methodology and had determined that I wanted to, to sell this methodology. I could benefit the most people by selling this methodology online. So I started receiving requests from uh, independent marketing consultants really around the world who uh, wanted to use my methodology and my system. And so I uh, started and, and now run also uh, the Duct Tape Marketing Consultant Network. And I have about uh, 100 consultants around the world that, that use our technology, use our methodology, and, and all of the tools and systems that I've built to, to work with literally thousands of small to mid-sized businesses now uh, in, in many places around the world, mostly North America, but certainly some other places around the world as well. So it, uh, it, I think what I really hooked on to was this idea of, of helping small and mid-sized businesses get their lives back through marketing, <laughs> which, which seems a little odd, but I think that it, uh, I think owning your own small business is one of the most gratifying, fulfilling things that you can do. But I also see a lot of folks out there that are getting the life sucked out of them because they, they really are on this hamster wheel. And uh, a lot of what we do is, is show them how to get off of that, how to get control of their business, how to uh, predictively grow revenue, how to measure, how to figure out what works and doesn't work. And I think that uh, for a lot of businesses, uh, it's it, that that happens to be one of the most freeing things that we can bring to them.
0: Yeah, John, it's one of the things that, you know, really it's amazing. We just did a study of successful individuals and one of the cuts was on entrepreneurs and we said, you know, we look to see at a million dollars of financial assets, where it's kind of the beginning of you know, being independent. One out of three having a million to five million of, of financial assets. Had an entrepreneurial interest. Small business typically. When they had five to twenty-five million, three out of four had an entrepreneurial interest. And when we went to twenty-five million and more financial assets, independent of the business, it was ninety percent of that wealth came through entrepreneurial endeavors. So, you know, to accomplish and for many of us accomplish our goals, you know, we've got to build our businesses, we've got to have you know, to the extent we can have systemic marketing where we're attracting the right people to us so we can have these great conversations. I mean, it's invaluable. T- tell me, John, what what you're most passionate about now.
1: Gosh, I think that one of the things that I personally am passionate about, I mean, one of the things that the growth of my brand has allowed me to do is I'm, I start to get called on now by a lot of organizations who have come to the conclusion that marketing is really everything. <laughs> and regardless of what the company sells or what the balance sheet says that that really marketing is pervasive. not just in in getting their products out there, but internally attracting staff. In, in the culture of the business. And so uh, one of the things I've really been passionate about is, is the invitations that I'm now getting to come into organizations and really look at their entire planning, how they prioritize, how they focus, how they build a, a culture that really attracts people to their big idea, their why they do what they do. I still do it under the banner of marketing because I think that you know nothing kills businesses' marketing faster than having uh, employees that aren't on the same page or worse, disgruntled. Not having priorities uh, planned out, having the the CEO of the organization still doing work that is not high payoff work uh, for the organization. And so really helping, again, still under the banner of marketing, uh, really helping organizations figure out that, that that to some degree, to a large degree, that marketing touches everything. And that if we're going to really build a business through marketing, we have to look at uh, things like uh, culture and and clarity and purpose, too.
0: And I look at it, you know, in in small, mid-sized businesses, if we're not growing at about 20 to 40 percent a year, then the ability to attract not only great clients, but great teammates and strategic what? partners. You know, we don't grow more than 40%. We worry about it breaking up a bit and under 20 and certainly, you know, shrinking. It's not a very attractive. So it's just, this is such a critical, I mean, you've got to have a great client experience. You've got to also have the ability to start those conversations and find the right people.
1: Well, and I think and it starts, I think, and I know this term gets bantered around in, in a very negative way sometimes, but it starts with really understanding your purpose and your mission to begin with, because I think that's what everything builds from. Uh, that that it, And it doesn't, I'm not saying there's good missions and bad missions necessarily, but it, it comes from that total focus where you can go out and start telling people, here's why we do what we do, and they yeah. decide whether or not that's interesting to them.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it should be if you're the lead entrepreneur. You know, you want to, I mean, this is your signature, you're building your company and, and you want to bring, enroll the team in this. And, and and it's amazing what we can, nothing that great ever is accomplished by one person, but enrolling people in an inspiring vision, is just a big part of having successful marketing.
1: Well, and I, what I see a lot of people that are very successful is they actually look, I mean, this is authentic, you don't make this stuff up, but they actually find what's our quest you know, what's our what's our big thing that we're taking on? And, and you know, all the cra- I mean, you can name all the the cliche names, the apples and, and whatnot of the world. That's how they started. It's we're against this or we're fighting this or we're trying to bring X to the world. Do you want to join this quest? And as simple and silly as that might sound for for your business, I think until you find how what quest or what big idea that you connect to, it will for many days, you know, feel just like the grind.
0: Well, and, and it attracts, I mean, when you have that big idea for your audience, it just, they want to hang out with you and become clients and not only do one thing with you, but become part, you know, the common tribe, community, whatever term we use. John, I want to, well, I've got you here. One of the things we have as a feature is the app of the day. What, what, you know, share with me one of the apps that you're real excited about that you use. It's serving you well.
1: Well, there's one that I use every single day, and it is the simplest free, non-sexy app uh, on the planet. So, set it, set it up that way. I'm really selling it, aren't I? Uh, it's a tool called Workflowy, and it is um, described as an outliner, and that's really what it is. If you go there, and that, and and actually, it's so simple that some people go there and go, uh, I don't get it. But what it is is is, is a blank screen essentially that has very little tools, very little ability for you to do anything but to create outlines and once you get that idea what what we the way we use it is to outline projects to outline our entire business and then of course everything nests like a nice outline everything nests under something you know you can categorize it you can move it you can share a component so if you if you map out and brainstorm about a new product you outline that and then you can share that with with somebody that's working with you on it for example but one of the things i really like about it is is you can you can you can keep almost all your entire life, <laughs> you know, in one big picture. I have, I have personal parts of my outline, and it just is so simple, and so there's no distractions, there's nothing to learn other than this mindset of just turning everything, treating everything like a simple outline. And it's, uh, it's really phenomenal. I visit every day. It, it's taken over as my to-do list. It's taken over as my blog idea list. It's taken over as pretty much every, every category of thought that I have to keep track of goes in there.
0: I'm not familiar with John. I use a mind map. Is it kind of like mind yeah, mapping and flowchart? It, it, it kind of
1: is, except there's there aren't really these bubbles. I mean, if you just think about an outline, mm-hmm. and that's all it is. So you can say, you know, work outline, projects, HR, and you can do it by department. You can do it by day. You know, and things that you want to get done. I mean, it's just you set it up any way you want. And I think that's one of the intimidating things for a lot of people is you. There are no choices necessarily, uh, or options or add-ons. It's just a simple outline, but it's a it's once you get in the habit of using it, it's pretty phenomenal.
0: Yeah, that's great. Thank you for sharing it. I'm gonna go last question here, and you know you, you, you've helped so many firms really accelerate their success, serve their customers and clients well. And I mean that's one of the things I love about capitalism, the value you bring to the marketplace, the, you, know, you, you have the opportunity to do extremely well by doing well by others. And w- what I'd love to get is with the, the experience you've had, all the uh, clients you've worked with, what would be the one idea, the idea, the entrepreneurial idea of the day that you would want to sh- share with your fellow like-minded successful entrepreneurs?
1: Well, it's probably uh, not an original idea, but uh, it's one that's really changed a, a great deal of the way I go to work, and you're going to recognize this, John. But uh, it, it taking uh, at least a day a week to, you know, not do your daily routine uh, to you call it a focus day or whatever you our friend Dan Selvin calls it a focus day, yeah, exactly. And that um, I, I think that that idea probably more than anything else revolutionized the way that, that I go to work because it, it, you know, one of the things I think particularly CEOs of organizations are really bad about is getting away, getting, you know, letting go of stuff, getting away for a day, focusing on the highest payoff activities. And, And I think that that you know that idea of saying look you i know you started this i know it's your baby i know you had it i know you know how to do everything better than everybody else here <laughs> but we need to we need to say here are your three activities because this is how the company grows and this is how the company makes money and you need to take a day a week and, and work on those three things whatever they are
0: now and it's you know the, the one thing that's so amazing is when you do take some time off to get recharged and so on you can come back re energized oftentimes even when you're off your mind entrepreneur mind kicks into something and then when you come back you can really make a difference and you know it's conversations also on the kind of a these would be the the buffer days you know, bringing together like-minded entrepreneurs that you and I and others we've been in groups together we're sharing ideas and you know great things happen where Dan Sullivan of Strategic Coach and you and I and some others are putting together really we're the motivation of putting together this podcast and we're going to be doing a series of virtual conferences together and it's and it's really through bringing together this community your community and others I mean, we have the opportunity to change the world, do well by doing well. I mean, it's a it's a, a great time to be alive. Absolutely. Yeah, John, thank you again for uh, joining us today. And if you you know definitely check out Duct Tape Marketing, I do. It's uh, tremendous content, a great podcast, as well as all kinds of resources. Uh, you can see great content marketing being done well. In addition, check out Entrepreneurial. Our Accelerating Entrepreneurial Success, Uh, we've abbreviated it because entrepreneurial is hard to spell. It's AESNation.com. You can go to and we'll have all kinds of resources, including a transcript of uh, this conversation and the resource links for what we've talked about today. In the meantime, John, keep on making a difference. I really appreciate your partnership here. Thanks. My pleasure.